Welcome back to another episode of Podcast Iron. I'm your host, Cast Iron Kyle, today with my producer, Tyler. Welcome back. Hi, Kyle. Hey, bud. How you doing? Oh, we got a lot to talk about today. You got a new stove. We got some snacks to talk about. We got a lot of different things. Yeah, we we just had we just like uh, we have so many of these shows where we we I'm plugging everything in and we're figuring out what we're going to talk about for the day and then lo and behold we get into a conversation and we always go oh that would be good to talk stop, about stop stop so then I keep plugging in things and then we start talking again yeah. we're like oh that would be good to talk about too we just need to like yes shut up plug everything in and then start talking because that but winds awkward, up being though it's almost like a couple that's gotten to a fight hello? and they don't want to talk <laughs> we're getting ready to lay out the we're laying out the divorce papers we haven't signed anything yeah, we're just yeah, like yeah, yeah hang on yeah, yep yeah. yep yeah yeah i know warm out today yeah right mm-hmm. yeah yeah mm-hmm. good mm-hmm. don't touch that please yeah uh where can i plug this in yep. shut up mm-hmm. like you know yeah, like, <laughs> not not right now no, not now no, no, no. don't don't, don't say anything that. it's for the show don't yep. talk right now it's for the show yeah tyler literally starts telling me about his new stove i'm like dude shut up that would be great to talk about just so excited for that Man. To trail off of the conversation we ended last episode with on Chicago Hardware Foundry, which turned into Favorite Peak Aware, which we'll get into, but Favorite Peak Aware didn't last very long, so it's not going to be a huge History Man level, but rather than or le- a level episode uh, episode level. It's not going to be. <laughs> this is actually level ten full site, um, full site podcast iron. That would be like hill climb level. Yeah. Anyway, oh, here it is. Here, right here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're getting all the the sound effects in the background. Sounds very. Sounds more like space, really. Yeah, it does. Very spacey. Sound like an old lady doing it. <laughs> All right, cool. So back Egg to Casper. Man, you bitch. <laughs> what were we talking about? We're talking about um, oh, all yeah. the different conversations that we were having. Yeah. Like before we get going on this and everything like that, we're going to have to. Yeah, so I am. I, I got a new oven I'm so excited about. They don't make it anymore. So I had to buy one that mm. was they, that from this one company all the way in Tennessee, which is like. How how long of a ride away from us, Kyle? <sighs> Actually, I mean, this is this is Middle Tennessee, so this is more like fourteen hours, probably ten hours to the closest point of like Tennessee, Bristol. It's so weird because only in the South could you have a, a town that is the same name on the border of both towns. How confusing would that be for shipping? Which Bristol? Bristol, yeah. Why? 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 Is it Bristol, why? Virginia, or Bristol, Tennessee? Well, what's the name? Uh, Chris Johnson, Chris Johnson in Bristol, Tennessee, or Bristol? Bristol, Virginia. That's what I was just asking you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so, in the wall. It's electric, so, and they don't make it anymore. So I had a hell of a time finding one, and they don't make it in our color anymore, So, which is white, which is outdated at this right. point, I know. But we got all white appliances hey, if already, it fits so whatever. And it looks good. It is good. Oh, I can't wait, man. It's so, it's so satisfying. Because what we have right now is, is an oven and microwave combo in the wall. Hmm. And, I mean, the day we got our house four years ago, 18, 21, 22, 23, almost five years ago it'll be this year. Wow. Uh, next day after closing, I'm heating up the pizza we had the night before, and it still is cold. After I put it in the microwave, <sighs> uh, I literally just gave the slice a ride. Like, I just put it in there, <laughs> hit start, 
and it just spun around <laughs> and came back out exactly as I left it. I gave the slice a ride. I gave the pizza a ride. It was so. St- I was like, "Oh, you mother! What the hell do I do it's with this been thing?" Broke. I, you're right. I don't think. What I've do ever- I do with this thing? Oh, did you try to get a part for it? So I called people from GE, had them come to the house, and they said, "We should have called your realtor and said this we was can't." I did, you know what? This is not our contract is now void. Uh, I had a guy from GE come to the house to look at it, and he says, "I can't identify this thing with a serial number or anything." This guy bought it after market and took all that information off of there. It was sold right. like black market used appliance shit. So mm-hmm. didn't have that. Finally got enough money set aside to get this thing. It was not cheap at all. You said the shipping was what? It was very expensive. Three three hundred bucks to ship the thing. Three hundred bucks to ship the thing. Oh my god. Yeah. But what am I supposed to do? Rework my entire freaking wall? No, you know what? You know what? Um, now I don't have to. You're kind of at the mercy of the space that you're provided. Cause like when our fridge broke, they're like, "Oh, it can only be a forty-seven and a half." I'm like, yeah, "That's oh a, yeah." Our yeah. fridge. We had to buy some weird, off-brand fridge because, from Amazon. You got it. Yeah, I which I've never. That, I didn't know you could do that. By the way, but, it wasn't cheap either. Yeah, to get um, that delivered. No, yeah. because we needed it express, or all the shit was gonna go bad. Yeah, that's you know, usually the case with fridges. Shout out to all the food companies yeah, that when I worked at Lowe's, When I worked at Lowe's, they would only do an exception for next day delivery if it was a refrigerator. Only yeah. if it was a refrigerator. Yep. They have that. Everything else was never locked next day. out. Yeah, makes so sense. I would have had to remove the cabinetry above the fridge to put any other brand in there. Yeah. So it's like, do I want to spend the $700 or $1,000 to rework the cabinetry and try to find the faces and of these risk, cabinets? risk it looking like shit, by the way. Right. Or well, and put the extra money into the right fridge and just put it in. Mm-hmm. When they put the fridge in, they had like... Literally a half inch on top and a quarter inch on top. And when they pushed it in, it was like... Like the air was pressed out around it. Yeah. Just smelled <laughs> like, like somebody farting in an attic. Like yeah. all the space behind it was It was that perfect out. of a fit. Yeah. Yeah. The guy's so, like, I'm excited really to use it. it. Have you ever used a self-clean oven? Yeah, I use self-clean to clean the cast so iron. So what do you do? You drop, my... some, you drop some water in or steam Nothing. in there? You just, it just blasts the heat. Is that what, what it is? What it does, so self-clean. Because that's a good question because I want to try using that yeah. to clean the, the cast iron pan too. Well, if you ever want to see or how Or the it trays, works, whatever. If a, if a pan has a lot of buildup, a lot of carbon yeah. buildup, um, sometimes, you know, doing all the different versions of restoration are kind of, you know, uh, f- uh, futile at that point, like kind of pointless. Yeah. Um, you put it in your oven upside down and put it on self-clean. Now, the thing you need to know, which I didn't know initially when I first got into doing this, when you put self-clean on, it locks the oven because it literally turns it into like an incinerating kiln. Yeah. Um, and it will like burn off everything. It carbonizes everything. Oh, wow. You're just left with like this like dust on the bottom of the stove. Really? And you can just vacuum, you let it cool off and you can vacuum it up. Don't vacuum it up while it's hot. It'll melt. So that's what it is. It's literally just maximum heat. Just burning the dirt off of it. It doesn't food. even give it time to smoke. It just incinerates it. Yeah. Like broiler level heat on the top, bottom, and side. Like it just. Constant. Constant. Yeah. So wow. I have a pan. I did a video. I did a reel on a Boy Scouts of America Lodge number 10 that was in just terrible shape. Even rust and shit. It, it just was burned branded up. Boy Scouts of America? It had the Boy Scouts cornflower eagle That's thing. That's kind of cool. It was cool. They're very rare. They're not easy to find. So I, I just was like, gave ah. you. Uh, we just found yours in the attic, your, your uniform, and gave it to you. Yeah. Remember? Your, yep. your Boy Scouts. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, so self-clean, if you have any cast iron and you're listening to this and you want to really clean it up, no matter what is on it, put it in your oven upside down. apparently. It has to go through the full cycle. And how long is that about? Uh, About an hour and a half. An hour and a half? Sometimes two hours. Yeah, because think about it, it's got to cool down. Yeah, before it'll be safe to open. Yep. Yeah, and it will, if there's a lot of buildup in the oven, I would use like an oven cleaner first. 
so that it doesn't smoke because it will smoke if there's a lot of shit in there. Don't oh, let it shit. Don't let it burn up. You know. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. Um, like you wouldn't want to just leave like a whole piece of a pizza down in the bottom or no, something no. and then hit it with the self-clean that would be yeah something would catch fire inside of there right. or, or start smoking yeah one mistake i made was when i put the um i put a cookie tray in the bottom of the oven uh when i was doing cleaning the cast iron my thought process was that anything that burned off the cast iron would go into the cookie tray yeah but no i just lit all the shit on the cookie tray on fire when it touched it <laughs> so what i did was i wound up having to put like this really high powered fan on top of our stove because the exhaust on our stove exhausts onto the top burner. Yes. So the oven part bur- like just just yep. blows out. And then That's I put normal. an exhaust fan in our windows. It was just like sending the air out the other window. Oh yeah, didn't like your house get all smoky it? that one time? Yeah, bad. I remember. Yeah, really bad. Yeah, you had to open up all the windows in the kitchen in like December <laughs> or something. Yeah, it was bad, but if you if you turn your heat off and the other thing I learned, if you ever have to exhaust your house really fast, put an exhaust fan in your window or like a fan blowing out the window and then open a window on the other side of the house because it's pulling in clean air from the other side of the house. Yeah. If you just put a fan in the window, it's just pulling it air from the outside. And it's just making it a circle. Out. It yeah. needs new air. It needs yep. new air. Makes sense. I literally watched all the smoke in our kitchen just leave when I opened our living room window while the fan was on. That's I was just cool. Like, why isn't this leaving? I'm like, maybe I'll try some cross breeze. I open. I literally opened the window. It was just like, smoke gone. <laughs> it was awesome. So that's cool. I'm going to play with that for well, sure. Yeah, That'll good be luck fun. with your oven if you need any help while you're doing it's it. It's really weird. The, the top part is a microwave, but it opens like an oven door horizontally. That's weird. Is there an so, air fryer or anything associated with it? Or I don't think so. Okay. I uh, don't need one. We have one anyway. That's the cool well, thing that's nowadays. the new thing on ovens, though. Is, yeah. I noticed that. Right. Is that they're air fryers now, too, which is which is weird. I mean, right. unless it's a feature I overlooked. I don't know. Yeah, that's cool. The newest appliance we added in our kitchen was a hydroponic vegetable garden that's an appliance i guess i guess so i mean we bought a microwave we it's got to a the kenmore house. dude i'll never forget we were setting up to have a movie one night and i was like oh it makes like a wave popcorn we put the movie on everything's ready i go in there i'm like oh yeah we don't have a microwave oh so we had to go buy one at walmart i was like god i never had to buy a microwave they're always on the they're always just here they're always just where you live they're just there already it's like it's like do you ever walk in your house and your fridge is gone no no there's just always been a fridge and we went to the microwave aisle at walmart and they're all like yep you took me for granted bitch didn't you yes here i am (laughs) yeah here i am right where you need me i got my old fridge picked up too oh yeah pscng uh our 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 electric and gas provider will uh they have like a recycle program where if if your fridge is working they will pick it up from from your house for free and give you 50 bucks Wow, because then they're going to just go sell it for... I mean, if they want to sell this fridge, they can. It's from 2001. It's, what not, I think it's disgusting. They, the doors are all broken on it. What I think they do but with that runs. is provide it to people that have an outage so that they don't lose all their food. I, th- I don't know if that's what it is or if it's because they get money for the uh, the refrigerant the and the core coolant charge, and, and all of that scrap. stuff. The scrap, yeah. Oh, dude, it's worth way more than fifty dollars in just scrap. That's why they do it. The Never copper, mind. I the, know that the firsthand. Compressors are good. All the, the lines are copper. Oh the, yeah. With all the refrigerant that's in there needs to be the disposed power cord of. Power is electric. Yeah, exactly. There's all a right. lot of there's yep. a lot of good stuff in there. So, yeah. Yep. That's always fun when you got to change in and out appliances yeah. and things like that. But it yeah. makes it all fun. It's all part of the process yeah. of cooking. Drop your here, new stove comments below. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, tonight I didn't want to really get too deep into history, man. I kind of want to take a little break and break up the content so that people listening can kind of get a little background information on us, be a little but transparent. But it's also just because Pico in general doesn't have a lot going on, you said. No, they're one of the best cast iron, vintage cast iron companies that I... As far as the history piece, I mean, though. No, as far as the, the 
cast iron itself. Yes, like but I mean, as my, far as what to talk about oh, oh, for oh, History oh. Man. Yeah, there's not a big, it's not a long story. They kind of no. just were like an absorption of other companies. Oh, okay. They were like, oh, your factory burned down, Chicago Hardware Foundry? We got you. Give Come us all here. your shit. Yep. Um, it was really cool because I have See. this book of Griswold and Wagner um, by David G. Smith and Chuck uh, Wafford, uh, fifth edition. Um, this is in my Amazon store if anybody wants to check it out. Um, I, I think this book is w well worth the money because of the not only history, but like it gives you the different editions of cast iron. It gives you the um, timeline. It gives you a lot of the history. I've actually referenced this. I have it dog-eared in multiple places. Yeah. For, um, you know, referencing and stuff just like that. Just for referencing, just for history when you drop it on, or when we talk about it on the show. So... so I, I I did want to pull this book down because they do cover some of the weird pieces. They, they There's pictures in here of pieces that you will not see anywhere. Stuff you cannot see and find anywhere. Look at that blue cast iron stove on the back alone. How yeah, cool is that's that? That's a favorite stove. That's cool. So favorite stove started off as the favorite stove and range company. They made wood stoves and they also made, you know, range. A range was considered a range yeah, of... they're still considered ranges. Yeah, still... Um, so they started in 1888, mm -hmm. which is, once again, the, the golden era of, of cast iron is the 1880s. You had Erie, you had National, like all the Wagner stuff we covered in the first few episodes. The 1880s yeah. people were like, all right, this shit's catching. This this is on. Mm -hmm. You know, so uh, 1880, the favorite stove and range company began business in Pequa, Ohio. So that's where the name Pequa comes from. Easy enough. Simple. Right. Weren't going for a lot of inspiration there. But within a year, they moved to Cincinnati, so it wasn't Pequa for very long. They just really kept the name. They associated the quality with the name, and um, I think the, the size of the factory was freaking huge. Like, I have a picture of the factory. How I just realized I pressed the wrong button. This is the music for history, man. Look how, I am like, so sorry, everybody. One window is a person. Like, picture how freaking huge that is. This looks like... Um, Two prisons, two or three prisons. It's <laughs> my favorite unit of measure. How big is your factory? It's like a prison and a half, dude. Wow, it's serious Holy here. Shit. Wow, Jesus wow. Christ, dude. Wow. It's like there was a Family Guy sketch, like a pallet of cake, where, where, a desk of cheeses. Where are you getting these units of, of measure? Cake? Yeah, oh, a, a hammock, a hammock of bread. Where are you getting these units of measure? I almost had a hammock of ice cream cones. <laughs> I mean, that's good too. That's a lot. That's good. I never um, ordered that before. So here you go, to give you an idea of what we're talking about without sounding units of measure weird. Uh, yeah, if you can't picture what yeah. one prison size is. <laughs> so they had numerous buildings, and they actually had a 10-acre compound with branches in St. Paul, Minnesota, Chicago, Illinois, Seattle, Baltimore, New York, Buffalo, St. Louis. Um, so the 10-acre lot was home base, yeah, basically? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. yeah. Makes sense. Mio, mino, mini. <laughs> the town in Ohio, I don't know how to say that. Um, but their biggest, the, the picture that I just showed Tyler, which I'm, I'm actually going to, uh, I'd be cool to share with anybody that messages me about it. I'll send it to you. Yeah. This picture was taken November 18th, 1916 at almost the height of their production. And to think about 10 acres. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Have you ever heard a Southern person say boil? No. They say bowl. 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 
Yeah. So that was the last name of the guy that started the company. His name was William King Bull. Boyle. Boyle. Yeah, Boyle. Um, William King Bull. So, so this five-acre lot was, was home base. Ten acres. Ten-acre lot was that home was base. The, that was the and, uh, prime factory. Like, yeah. That was the uh, central location. That was that picture you showed me? Yeah. Oh, wow. That so is like, big. Yeah. Amazon in Seattle, I guess, would be like yeah. that one. So Yeah. Microsoft in. is in Seattle, too, isn't it? Yeah, it is, I think. Huh. I think. What is it about Washington? I don't know. It's cheap taxes. Silicon maybe. Valley is right there too in California, north of California, isn't it? Didn't I hear that's I always used to think why people retire in Florida. Like why? Like why just Florida? Everything south of the equator like is good. Isn't Florida like horrible? Florida, <laughs> like, no. No, they're like no, I mean like they're all the crazy ass stories you Hold hear on, in the dude, news are all my from best Florida. customers in, are in Florida. It's not horrible. I mean, would you be offended if someone said New Jersey was horrible? No, I deal with it all the time. But I think um I think in Florida they have no state income tax. I think that's part of the reason. No state income tax. Okay. I think it's just federal. Okay. So you just pay federal on your social security and you get to keep more of it, I guess. Oh, Sorry, okay. I that's the appeal. That's the appeal. Maybe. Uh, I don't uh, know. Because I'm like all the crazy ass stories that you hear on like a bizarre file and stuff. That's all in Florida. Florida man. Always. Florida man. Yep. Always. Jimmy Kimmel has a segment. It's uh, this week in Florida. Every week, something in Florida happens. This week in Florida. Yeah. Okay. They, he does it too. It's a Florida thing. Um, it's a Florida thing. Yep. Yep. So, so that's, so, um, what, what are we talking about? <laughs> We're talking about bowl with 600 yeah. people. They employed at the height of their, uh, employment. They hired, or in, at the height of their production, they had 600 employees. Okay. Uh, the primary. It's not as many as I thought it would be. The owner, uh, William King Bull. <laughs> yeah. Uh, William King Bull. He started off with a goal and a vision to sell cast iron wood stoves wow. and ranges. That was his thing. He wanted to make better stoves. He started out with a goal and vision. In Ohio, where nothing was happening, there was a man with a vision. I want to make stoves. They're going to call you crazy. Um, I don't care. A vision. A man with a pan. A weird last name. It's Bull. Like a bowl? No! Like when you boil water! I don't know what you're saying. And then, one day, he said, Or, what the hell is it about Washington? I just want to start here. <laughs> Isn't Microsoft there? <laughs> yes, it is. In about 89 years. Did you want to start? Did you girls want to go outside? <laughs> Did, <laughs> let's start and name our company out of the county we're immediately going to move from. <laughs> Coming the to favorite stove and range. Um, what a Netflix 2017. Yeah. Oh my god, it already happened. It already came. <laughs> wow. Coming to Netflix five years ago. <laughs> it's already out. Six years ago. It's, it's so bad. We are, we're just learning about it now. Coming six years past. <laughs> Coming in six years ago. Coming in negative six years. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, negative so, six years. <laughs> okay, so William. So we're at 1889. Uh, William King Bull started it. And he died in 1916. So this guy waited till like the last few years of his life to like go after this dream of creating cast iron. He owned it for around 30 years. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was, dude, if you look at the timeline of the other people that got involved with cast iron, it was always towards the end of their life where they had like saved their whole lives and then took on these Then had something ventures. to pour in. Right. Yeah, yeah. And then they were like, they did it for 30 years and then they died. And then their kids took over and fucking ruined if it. If I only had 30 years left, I, w I would not be that ambitious. I would steal 24-7. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought this was a train set. Are you making skillets? No, I'm stealing. Oh. It's so sad. He's so crazy. 
but like honestly, if I only had thirty years left, I, I I would not be like I'm ready for a business adventure. It's no, I'm sitting on my ass. I already spent the last sixty years of my life working. I'm done. Wouldn't you think though, people that were making cookware oh. would actually eat good though? You would no, think. No, that means people that make cars don't doesn't mean they're good drivers. That was stupid. Let's no, I mean, I, I mean they have. Yeah, yeah. You can give somebody all the best tools in the world; they can still build a piece of crap. That's true. Look at yeah, yeah. You're right. You're absolutely right. Okay, let's it's like move Jim on Gaffin's from that move. joke with the uh, with Jesus, the carpenter's like, good thing that Messiah thing worked the out. That shell he built me, shit. yeah, piece of crap. Um, so William King, will, will, uh, William King Bull died in, Bull, 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 died oh, in oh 1916. At which time his son, William Stanhope Bull, mm -hmm. took control of the, of the company. Classic cast iron story. While uh, some hollowware was being produced by favorite prior to 1916, as indicated by this local news article, it was mostly pieces that included their stove line. Uh-huh. So 1916, the company is, is bought and owned by their son, who wants to move the vision from stoves to skillets. So you think the son, like, the whole time is like, man, I can't wait for Dad to be out of here so he can start making skillets. Yeah, he's like, Dad, I got this really cool skillet. I want you to try it. No! Yeah. You make stoves, damn it. That's what I said. The Great <laughs> Depression didn't even happen yet. This is it. This is not... Eh, whatever. <laughs> so, once William, William Stanhope Bull... Um, a, a, <laughs> That's a hard ass name to say. Yeah, it's very bull. <laughs> you have a stroke halfway through. Yeah. Um, yeah. So once William Stanhope Bull assumed ownership of the company, Let's call him Willie. Um, he focused on decreasing the amount of stoves because it was harder to sell and more expensive product to expanding on their hollowware production, which cast iron is considered hollowware. That's what they call it. Can you imagine yeah. being in the 1800s and shelling out the money for one of those cast iron stoves and somehow needing another one? Yeah, but look how incredibly ornate they are. I get that, but my point is, is in what world would you need to buy another one? Right. You, you I mean, throw, I mean... You could Classic have an entire story. house fire, and that thing will still be sitting there, and you could salvage it. Classic story. Back in the day, they built things to last. Nowadays, they build things with a shelf life, with a replacement age. Yeah, like we just talked about. Kyle had an old MacBook there, and he yeah. was trying to get it working. I'm like, well, it's from 2007, yeah, so right. we'll try. Right. Because they don't want to support computers for 10 years at a time. They don't want to make products that last forever because they lose you as a customer. They want to make them last yeah. just long enough. When in reality, if you enough. make a good product, you can charge whatever you want for it and people will buy it still. Like phones, iPads, iPhones, they get about seven years before they stop getting uh, iOS updates. And that's like, I mean, by then, most people with phones anyway, after two years, you're ready for a new one. But but with the computer... Well, that's just because of society. I'm talking about as far as quality goes. And if you get, actually get somebody that's focused yeah. on quality, they'll be like, I hope this yeah. lasts forever. Mm -hmm. So by 1920s, here we are in the 1920s. The son assumed the company for Roaring four 20s. years. Here we go. Uh, 1920, Favorite was selling a full line of Hollowware. Oh, and I'm sorry. <laughs> it became their top seller, top selling product, completely focused okay. on it. So, so he figured. So at this point, he's like, "Willie figured it out." Right. So they changed during this time. They it. also made it from the P, uh, favorite stove and range co to what they called "quote unquote" Pequa ware. Okay. That was the product name for cast iron cookware that was produced by favorite. 
Pequaware? Yeah. So favorite stove and range rather than saying they, they wanted the favorite quality associated with the cast iron. For the marketing. But yeah. they wanted the cast iron to be its own thing. So they called that Pequaware, but they made sure favorite was attached to it. And w- this is becoming a very common thing I've noticed with cast iron. When the names, names change. Absolutely. But, but Wagner, during Sydney, that transition, like, you have both. Griswold Erie, yep. Wagner Sydney. This is very common. It's, it's all very common. common business practice. And that's all because of the brand recognition and to wean the uh, market the off. Uh, the wean, wean the buyer off of one name to another with Erie yeah, and like, Griswold, and then eventually they got rid of the Erie. They changed the, got the, rid of the quotes. They said Erie. You notice how it was all a fade out of a name prior? It was all like a slow fade out. That's it what was I'm saying. Erie, then Griswold's Erie, then Little Erie, then Griswold. Then just Griswold. Yeah. Right. Same thing. That's Same thing. I assume eventually it becomes not favorite but, and it's just Pequod, right? Well, it, it it always had favorite stove and range. I mean, I, no, I, I mean, think the, about the, it. The pans, we'll get to it, the, actually. The pan. Okay. We'll I get to that get, part. Get ahead of you, because sorry. I don't, no, no, no. I'm not, I don't know if it does or not. Oh, I'm not. I, 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 one of my favorite skillets is the favorite Southern Range Co. Uh, Pequa Hollowware Company. Like it's like it's just a whole book of words on the back. It's like crazy <laughs> how many um, names there are on it. Right. So I guess I guess in the in does the, that say Tide? In the, it's, it's, it's a sponsor. <laughs> in, uh, I thought I had a Tide NASCAR up there. I got some NASCAR models. Oh um, yeah, it's sprint cars too. Um, so I think there was like no marketing strategies back then. There was no way for people to. Well, there were, but I think it was blind brands. leading the blind at that point. But people were super brand loyal back then because everything was relatively priced the same. Cars were the same. Did you just want ours? Did you want to stay with our company or do you want to stay with this company? Bread yeah. was all the same. If you had bread that was 25 cents and you had bread that was 31 cents, you were out of business if you sorry, if you had 31 cent bread. Yeah. So pretty much everything was associated with quality and keeping prices the same. Yeah. Yeah. So which oh well, we're a favorite family. Well we're, well favorite is is absorbing the the Pequaware line. So oh it's favorite and oh okay all right well, that's all right. fine yeah they're yeah. making that now that's, that's fine. the thing it's, that's fine yeah it's not a Model T it's a F one hundred and fifty okay we'll go they with tried that. doing that uh, with a iPod once why what do they call it um I have one it's really cool it's really I rare I have one is the no, I. No, no. I one. want one. No, I got it from a Mennonite <laughs> in the flea mar- at a flea market. Oh my god! It says HP on the back. It has the HP logo on the back for HP on computers an iPod? on an iPod Shuffle on a black and white screen. Did iPod, you look that up? iPod Mini. Did you the, look uh, up Aluminum how much iPod that's Mini. worth? No, I would. Okay, because that is a marketing they, product. They packaged them with the computers and everything, and they were trying to do this little marketing thing. Yeah, uh, I guess. Uh, Partnership or whatever you want to call it, but it wound up being really no point for HP 6, to do 000. that. No, no, I'm just kidding. No, six thousand four hundred and ninety-five cents. Oh, um, that's fine. Probably depends. Apple iPod Classic fourth generation with HP Invent uh, logo. Yeah. Wow, dude. Oh, here's a 84, 94. Okay, so more than a regular one. Unreal. A and regular one's only like thirty bucks. Wow, and it says HP. Yeah, dude, look at that. Yeah, it's got the HP logo burned on the back, like yeah. printed right on it, like from the factory. It's very weird. iPod Mini with HP and logo. HP. That's the one. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's the one. Fucking nuts. Yeah, isn't that weird? Wow. Yeah, it's a weird little thing. Remember that? Remember? I didn't know it existed. Remember Steve Jobs' initial thing about the iPod? Thousand songs right here. 
smacks his yeah, pocket. Yeah, smaller than a deck of cards yeah. was the thing. It was smaller a than a deck of cards. right in your pocket. Do you remember the Nano when he introduced the first Nano and he pulled it out of the tiny jeans pocket? Mm. You remember that? Yeah. The, the tiny pocket? Like, did anybody ever figure out what this pocket's for? Yeah. He said, I think I did. And he pulled it out and people went nuts. Yeah, dude. He was I good at marketing. Yeah. The only thing, like, he pretended to be, like, this normal guy with, like, shoes and jeans. Oh, yeah, no. He was crazy. He was crazy. He was and crazy. He was buku rich. Yeah. They made a good documentary uh, about him and him, him and uh, Steve Wozniak, how they brought the company up. Dude was an asshole. They did. He was just yeah. an asshole. Jesus. Gandhi. Me. Like, yeah. what the Whoa. fuck? Well, well, All well. Right, I didn't buddy. realize I was in the presence of royalty. So we're at Pequa Ware, made by the favorite uh, Sylvan Range company that produced cast iron with the same name. Pequa Ware was produced uh, by the favorite Sylvan Range company, and their pieces tended to be very, very smooth, very light, and they toyed around with the name The Favorite. Yeah. And it came off too pretentious. I was going to say, that's a little presumptuous, yeah. isn't it? Your best skillet you ever bought company. Uh, we just made your favorite. <laughs> So which was a great, which would be a great slogan now that I think about it. Oh, if it absolutely. was just called favorite, we just made your favorite. Right. <laughs> Looking for a cast iron pan, we just made we, your we favorite. Made, that's actually decent marketing. We just made your favorite. You know what this little pocket's for? Your favorite. That's what oh. this little jean pocket's for. Same thing. Yeah. I like how we just pulled the parallels of marketing Apple versus huh. making and somehow it made sense. cast iron. Somehow it did. We, we tied it together. Kind of made sense. Loose ends here, tied together on huh. the podcast iron. Yep. So favorite... You're welcome. <laughs> favorite manufactured Pico Wear until 1935. Jesus, Gandhi, podcast iron. Yes. <laughs> During that period, there was numerous, numerous, numerous logo designs. Oh, All great. These... So this is what makes it complicated when you become a picker. Well, not become a picker. Well, when you're looking out in the wild there and you come across what you think might be a Pequa. Well, this thought came favorite. across my mind. Back in the day, they had books and newspapers. So when you had free time, <laughs> you weren't on your phone. You weren't driving anywhere. No, you were like bug watching or something. Like you were Yeah, doing something. Bur- bug watching. <laughs> I'm, I'm watching bugs. Please do not bother Look me. Look at that one go. So I was watching Bob. I mean, look at Alice in Wonderland. She's singing to the damn flowers for free time. Like, But now say you're psychotically obsessed with your cast iron skillet company. Speaking from experience. Yes. Oh, okay. So say you're psychotically, oh, we'll try this logo tomorrow. This day, I want this logo. Yeah. I want this iPod. I want a thousand songs in my pocket. Get I on it. it. I want the HP I'm logo. I'm the genius. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So they toyed with all these different logos, hoping one of them would take off because mm-hmm. that was the art of production back then. So they toyed with numerous, numerous, numerous logos during that time. One of the earlier designs was a block logo in all capital letters, very similar to the Wagner Sydney National okay. logo, which was very easy to, to make. you have a picture on there or no? Yeah. Oh, it's just regular text. Yeah, square yeah. text. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was, um, the favorite was arched, yeah. and the Pequa wear was was straight it kind of looks like the wagner sydney logo very very similar but i i mean that's just letters one's curved one straight big whoop we all do that like <laughs> the rest of the brands yeah. so then they introduced the stylized logo which you can see this is the um so if you look around where it says favorite peak wear it looks like a square Oh, yeah. No, I mean, you see the logo, but the whole thing is, is, is surrounded by a rectangle. So they, That's cool. It was the introduction of almost like, not like a press, but like a preformed thing. Like, 
obviously all the other stuff was scribed into their logos and stuff like that. That was like a little thing dependent on the size of the skillet. They would put that slide in there. We use this slide for threes, fours, and fives. This one for sevens, eights, and nine. You know what I mean? It's almost like printing press, but for cast iron, where it's Very like you could change, where you could change out the the stamp head. We'll yeah, call it. Well, if you use the one the size of a three and then put it on a fifteen or a fourteen, yeah. it looked really really stupid. So that's interesting. So if you're listening to this and you're a podcast, or if you're a um, <laughs> if a you cast a iron podcast. enthusiast, you know the term smiley logo. Anybody that collects cast iron has to know that that word. Okay. So a smiley logo is a um, favorite Pequa wear with the little smile thing on the bottom. Ah, yeah, it's and got a little is, scroll. It's got the little scroll accent underneath the logo, and it looks like a. It's in the shape of a smile, with little cheeks. Yep. And um, the F and the E on favorite are capitalized and accentuated, like a big F, yeah, a big E. And the next logo, I think that's what I was trying to talk about before. Um, it has a whole bunch of words on the back. It has the favorite, Pequa wear. Uh, it says favorite, then Pequa, then wear. And then it says the best to cook in on the bottom. So they're like, let's just mark it right on the damn thing. You know I, what honestly, I mean? but I mean, why? Um, the logo is all capitalized. I already bought it. <laughs> oh. I guess because people hang it up. Like, did it come in a box back then? No, probably. Yeah. So I think, no, they didn't. They were just stacked with paper inside. Yeah, or like, and like a little shoe tag or something on them probably, right? Like as far as like the way that they were uh, – like if you were to go to the general saw and go grab one of those old thing, fandangle things right off the shelf. Like that. Oh, it just has a little piece of paper printed uh, picture in the base of it. Always eggs in the bottom. steak and bacon kind of thing. And where would that price be on that on that fine pan? Uh, the gentleman up at the, at the counter will tell you. It's uh, probably on sale this week. We're going to be surplusing them because they designed another logo and it antiquated this bottle by oh. six cents. Six cents, you say, sir. Can I save eight cents? Blast, blast, you get out of my store. Fuck you and the horse you rode in on. <laughs> That's when you could actually Slam say door. that. Yeah. yeah. They were uh, like saloon doors back then. They kept going. <laughs> or they were really creaky. <laughs> they always had a bell. Bing! Yeah, hey, dude. mister. <laughs> hey, mister. <laughs> That's uh, so, so, um... That's just a couple of uh, revisions of the logo there. Is there any more? Yeah, they had a uh, Miami line, because I think it was Miami County. or the, the area of Miami is very important to Piqua, and I actually forget. Why? Miami, <laughs> I think it's Miami County. Yeah, it's Miami County uh, where they were making them. So there's a whole line of skillets that people think are made in Florida, but they just say Miami on them. Why? So it started with it just saying Miami. People Why do they say Miami? It's like a diamond logo. I think more people got involved and they were like, oh, let's do like Miami, like Miami County, Ohio. But it was already getting into like the late 30s, early 40s. Everyone's like, that means Florida. Like, is that skill? I mean, is that a Florida cast iron skill? What the That's hell is weird. that? That's weird. So yeah. They eventually changed it to a favorite they did the original favorite Pequa wear logo that I showed you with that diamond plate thing they're yeah. like let's put that on and move the Miami logo down in the bottom one of my uh, best pants is Miami but why the Miami out of nowhere oh my god favorite Pequa wear Miami. Miami yep the best to cook in by far Nestle Nesquik Tide <laughs> N-E-S-T-L-E-S Nestle's Oxy makes clean. the very best <laughs> yeah, yeah the whole thing is spell it out Any yeah. job big or small OxyClean can do it all Yeah, um, yeah. 
So there was a couple other lines that were made by um, favorite, uh, uh, yeah, favorite Pequa. Yeah. Uh, Puritan, for those that are like deep into cast iron, they know, you know Puritan. Um, they were made by uh, favorite Sovereign Range for Sears and Roebuck. Ah, yep. Sears and Roebuck always got their old brands, their own brands of things. Yeah, like yeah. Trader Joe's, all those like weird companies, they're all owned by Trader Joe's. So yeah, but, like, but what's also weird is like you'll get like uh, Kirkland brand stuff a lot from, I think, Costco. Yes. Kirkland batteries are just made by Duracell. So, like, why didn't they just do that? And JCPenney did the same thing, too. Like, uh, I have a stereo downstairs that's MSC, and that was just a Panasonic stereo, but it was a special brand just for JCPenney. Why they did that, I don't know. Right. Just brand recognition. I'll go back to JCPenney well, specifically. Marketing. If you want our name on it, this is how much it's going to cost to make it. Like you can if only you... get a Kenmore at Sears. Like so, here's where the two paths cross between Favorite and Chicago Hardware Foundry. Okay. So eventually, um, Hardware Chicago Hardware Foundry bought all of the um, Favorite machinery, all of their pattern molds, and just wanted to keep their brand going, but wanted to do that whole crossover thing, like. Oh, Chicago Hardware Foundry and Favorite Pequa Stuff. Yeah. So all of them say Chicago Hardware Foundry co-favorite cookware, uh, Chicago, Illinois. Oh, my God. Like, that's a huge logo. Oh, my God. There's a lot to that. Chicago Hardware Foundry favorite cookware. But that's still, like, that's a lot, dude. Yeah, dude. It's very, very tight area. But that was... elaborate, yeah. That's kind of where... It's kind of hard to do one brand and then the other. We kind of did one brand, and this is where it kind of crosses over on the train tracks. Just do one brand then. Oh, my God. Like, you can't, though. God, that's so annoying. (laughs) Just pick one. So, Chicago Hardware Foundry absorbed Pequa and... It turned into Chicago Hardware Foundry, but Chicago Hardware Foundry started sooner than Pico. That's why we did that because Foundry they, last because that was episode. part of CHF's growing and expanding before their fire. Correct. <laughs> before so, they blew up, yeah, and before they went on strike because yep. of their bad contracts. Yeah. So at, at this point, pretty much Chicago Hardware Foundry kind of took off with the Pico yeah. favorite equipment. This the they they cut out their. Favorite uh, stoves and kept with the Chicago Hardware Foundry stoves because, as we learned last episode, Chicago Hardware Foundry's initial vision was stoves. And I think you're dead on the money right there. I think this is some like gossip from back in the day. The stoves, they found the money was not in the stoves because they made good ones and there was nowhere for them to sell a new one. I mean, even if they made one that was kind of crappy, it was still made of solid cast iron. They still exist today. It's not going anywhere, dude. I saw a guy on the cast iron board, like one of the one of the pages I belong to, anonymously. Um, I saw that he went picking and he found a legit favorite Pequa stove and range, literal fucking stove. It's like a piano. It's like somebody, please get rid of this for me. Is what it becomes. Well, not only that, but also <laughs> like in the piano, they last from the 1800s. Well, what I mean is like you always find somebody that's like, this is so heavy. I just need help getting it out of my house. Absolutely, because it will last longer than this earth. Okay, we have a choice: good piano, good stove, or a fucking African gray parrot or a tortoise. Which one do you want? Because <laughs> they're all gonna outlive us. <laughs> all right, here we go. For, heard this on the the. Uh, Podcast iron favorite stoves and ranges. <laughs> favorite stove and range stoves are the tortoises of the cast iron world. <laughs> They're the tortoises of the cast iron world. Once you get once you get one, you only need one. Or what about that clam? And Griswold. <laughs> Do you hear about that clam? What the hell is that? They're, 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 like that somebody clam? did a, somebody did dating on a clam that's still alive, and they determined it was born around or within a few years of the same year Abraham Lincoln was born. 
a clam. A clam was born? Yeah, how a clam, a clam was born. born? How, how is a, how is a clam born? How does a clam born? How is a clam born? Okay, I, I don't know. You, see, you know how you can see the ridges on a clam? Almost like a tree? Yeah. That's a lot of ridges. They've been calling it Abraham Lincoln. That is fucking hysterical. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Did I tell you there was a vi- there was a po- talk, talk about naming things? Yeah. There was <laughs> there was a fan, but it had a chandelier around it. Mm-hmm. So it was like a chandelier with a fan inside. Yeah. I was like, why are they not calling this a fandelier? There was <laughs> yeah. thousands Come of on. comments like, what fandelier. the fuck? No one thought of that. Yep. That's a great marketing. Uh, as soon as you throw a, a pun in there, I'm all for it. Like, didn't you have a lime tree and I said name it Limel Richie or I something did. like that? I, I named it Limel Richie. <laughs> Limel You're Richie. right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love I love putting puns and stuff. That might be why I like Bob's Burgers so much because of that. And my lemon tree was so. Yoko Lemon. Yoko Lemon? Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Oh, okay. So that was good. So actually wound up being a pretty lengthy history conversation for something that didn't yes. have a lot to bite down on, which is nice. Which is why you always want to listen to Podcast Iron, because you're going to hear things that you might not be able to find yourself. I dig deep. I ask people. I ask yeah. the old heads. I get that information. And speaking of digging deep, I think later today you're going to crack open that book you got, right? Oh, yeah, sure. The Griswold and Wagner, uh, Volume 5, the book of Griswold and Wagner. Um, also Plenty to talk about. Favorite, WAPAC, Sydney, National, 5th edition, revised by David G. Smith and Chuck Wofford. That is available on castironkyle.com under my recommended products. I suggest if you want to get into the cast iron world and learn yeah. some of the history, you need this book. And we're going to, uh, a lot of our content is going to be coming from this. Absolutely. Inspired as, as uh, inspired from this as well. Yes. And when we get back, we're going to talk about a, a bunch of food that's discontinued, some of our favorite snacks we remember. Oh, and how I, love I got that stuff. into an argument today with somebody on the internet about Rice Krispies. Awesome. Stay right there. This episode of Podcast Iron is brought to you by FatWorks.com, the world's finest organic and pasture-raised and grass-fed lards, tallows, poultry fats, and ghee. Time to get real fat. Use promo code SEASONORDIE for 10% off of your entire order, and if you spend $75, it's coming to you for free. They have all kinds of sizes, and the one I like the most is the Wagyu beef tallow, available now in the gallon size. FatWorks.com, promo code SEASONORDIE. This episode of Podcast Iron is brought to you by StayClassyMeats.com. You can beat inflation and pre-order your eighth of a cow right now and save a whole ton of cash. And if you want, you can save even more by using promo code SEASONORDIE. That's from me, Cast Iron Kyle, and that will save you 15% off your entire order. Stay Classy Meats is your number one place for beef, pork, bison, chicken, elk, fish, jerky. They even have pet treats, and it goes straight from the pasture to your refrigerator. StayClassyMeats.com, promo code SEASONORDIE. Welcome back, back to another podcast. <laughs> One, two, three. Welcome, Welcome back, back to, to another episode of Podcast Iron. Iron. I'm, I'm your, your host, Tyler. Tyler, I said, <laughs> damn it. Welcome back to another episode of Podcast Iron. I'm your host, (laughs) Cass Aaron Kyle, with my producer, my brother, the talented Tyler Seip. Hello. Here to talk to you about all things food, cast iron, and just have a little fun. It's good to shut your brain off sometimes. In a world that we're living in today, it's very nice to to get away. (laughs) You're going to have to post a picture of your shirt on your Instagram or something. My Nana shirt? People need to see your Nana shirt. This this thing's hilarious. It's literally a teal sweatshirt. With a doily. Plain teal sweatshirt with one doily sewn to it 
off center. It's not even centered with the shirt. It's from the Nana collection. It just looks so funny to me, dude. It's hilarious. Yeah, I could take the picture of you if you'd prefer. People are going to think it is your Nana's shirt, but it's not. You found it at Goodwill for a couple bucks. I, less than a couple bucks. Yeah. All right, I'm taking the picture right now. So if you look at the Instagram page where I'll share this. Okay. That shirt is a big doily. My Nana shirt. Um, so I was reading this list, dude. I really love these lists of nostalgia-based things. Oh, I don't go. know what it is about yes. us where we love nostalgic things. Because so, who doesn't love talking about the golden years, right? Like, And we've been doing that already in our 20s and 30s. We're not going to be able to shut up about it by the time we're in our 80s. Right. <laughs> it's just happening. Accept it. Absolutely. But uh, another big thing, you'll see these kinds of lists online a lot about like the things from your childhood, the things that you love from your childhood. But one that people overlook a lot is like the snacks and the yeah, foods. But like that it you always... forgot about. You're like, oh my god, I bought this once, one time. I bought this for the oh, last I time ever. It. Well, I you it's always so sad. see you always see these lists of these discontinued foods and snacks and drinks, and everyone comments, "I love those, I love those, I love those." And it seems like enough people are saying they loved them for them to continue selling them. But, but it wasn't don't. enough. It, it still was not enough. It was all just uh, rose-colored glasses. Yeah, so, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. And one of the things on this list that really stood out to me. There was actually a couple, and then one I'm going to personally add to the list, and one I got into an, an, a vicious argument about. Okay. Um, well, I'll not ju- a we'll jump in. Or... We can jump in with our with our own that we remember do you as remember? we do this list. That's fine. Wait, where's the damn bell? There's the bell. There do you go. remember icebreakers, liquid ice? They were like little ice balls. Oh, I do. Icebreakers, liquid ice. I and remember those commercials. They... they would burst. And... Like I mean, little, it was like those little flavor crystals that were in a, in a, in a, in a gum, a mint gum, but or a travel but toothbrush, just all that, or Listerine, like those Listerine strips, but yeah. just the liquid form of it was just yeah. pure mint that could melt paint. Like it was so strong, <laughs> but it was so concentrated. You would just need one that's of those what little, I mean. little pip, and that was it. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yep. Like it was so concentrated. I remember I got diarrhea. I had a whole one of those once. Like you a ate a whole yeah. one of those. I, yeah, I was like, tw- I was like ten. It was the best smelling diarrhea ever. Out to <laughs> it it. Just it's like, it's just... I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that's one of the first times I've ever, one of the first times I've ever heard best I'm glad smelling we don't diarrhea. Get our old podcast when we would say something stupid, we would isolate it and play it back. I'm glad we don't do that anymore. <laughs> oh yeah, me too. Because it was usually me that said it. I'm glad best it was smelling you. Best diarrhea ever. Yeah, it was, I'm glad it was you that said best smelling diarrhea ever. Oh, that's that's hilarious though. Altoid Sours. I don't know if you remember those. Altoid Sours. They, little... they look like. Were they blue and green? They were in a round tin. Remember oh. the round tin? They were like. Yeah, I do remember those. They were kind of frosted. I thought they were the gems from Sonic. They were like they hard do gushers. Look like that. Yeah, they look do around look the same like size. That. Yep. Um, Oreo like Cakesters. Oreo Cakesters. Oreo Cakesters. They don't them. have anymore. No, they've been gone for a long time. So what did I eat like, <laughs> the other day? It tastes. It literally was Oreo brand little mini. Uh, uh, they make little pie. mini ones. Yeah, but the but Cakesters was a, was a big thing. Like it was a an event. It was not a small thing. Well, um, I know I didn't buy an event. Do you remember Skittles bubblegum? Rings a bell, but I never I had remember it. it. I remember oh, that. Oh, that container. Yeah, where the yeah. lid would clip down. It was, it was red metallic looking container. Skittles bubblegum, dude. No, it was red. Uh, what do they call that? Shiny. I'll just call it shiny. Metallic. Or iridescent container. A uh, little <laughs> square. Square. And it would snap <laughs> closed. And they were round balls. They weren't. Yes. They weren't like more disc-like, like a real Snickers uh, right. Skittle. They were round. If you want to buy them on uh, no. eBay, they have them for two hundred dollars sealed. 
two hundred dollars from two thousand six, dude. Ew, did you ever accidentally eat old gum before? No, it's weird. It, it just falls apart, doesn't it? I was going to say, it doesn't stay together. Something's 95, wrong with it. 105, 94. Dude, fuck that. Ew. What the hell? How come this gum is getting more money than my HP iPod? You want to see this? Type Altoid Sours on eBay. Watch this shit. Altoid Sours, really? Well, because those probably don't go bad. They're just a hard candy. Alto saxophones. Okay. Thank you, Siri. Um... <laughs> Dude, I, st- I miss alto saxophones, man. They don't make them anymore. The tins alone are $25 each. Really? That's kind of cool, though. A tin- the tin is pretty cool. Eight tins of Altoid Sours, $59. Huh. That's weird. Those are weird numbers put together. But Dude, what I don't the understand. literal fuck? Dude, these are expensive. Altoid Sours tin sealed, okay, $299. $299 for Altoid, I, I assume, with them still inside. Yeah, Altoid Sours, two tangerine, one apple, $275. Now, what's even funnier would be to go to Sold and see what people are actually buying. Yeah, that's Four sealed Altoids, oh. tangerine, four sealed, $280. What? Oh, my freaking frick. Oh, my God, that's a lot. Dude, that'd be so fun to come across one of those old, sorry, I put a, a, a PB bite in my mouth. So you can tell that I have food in my mouth. Do you remember Dr. Pepper uh, Berries and Cream? I, I kind of do. Is that the, I'm a little lad that likes berries and cream? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Berries and cream, berries and cream. I'm a little lad that loves berries and cream, right? Isn't that what that is? Yeah. What a weird freaking time for commercials, too. <sighs> Yogos. Do you remember Yogos? I don't remember them. Oh, they're yogurt covered and they were uh, crunchy in the middle. Um, they've been gone since 2010. Yeah, I was going to say, they seem, wow. they, I think they're a little more recent, those oh, ones. I remember them. You want a nugga good, another good um, marking that. eBay eBay snack of years past. Why don't you search. say that sentence again? You want another really cool thing to search on eBay of snacks of years past? What? Cream savers. No, they make them again. Nah. Yeah, and strawberry and caramel. They do. Yeah, they're on Amazon. Cream savers. I, I'm legitimately happy. Yeah, they, they came out with them like two years ago. No, dude. Cream savers are back. Yeah. This list is sure. old then. You're right. right. Oh my God. Right, right. 18 pack rolls for 30 bucks. Yeah, see, that's. Yeah, they're a thing. Oh, great. But this list didn't come out that long ago. <laughs> oh, this is, this is great. Um, Spearmint Mix Tic Tacs. Mix Tic Tac Tic Tacs. Remember they had the light wintergreen and then the Spearmint? They would mix them together. Oh, that's dumb. All Lime Skittles? Yeah, dude, 2013. And I'll reach for a lime. (laughs) I'm saved by the buoyancy of citrus. Yeah, bitch. Trix Yogurt. Trix Yogurt was so cool, man. Didn't that look so delicious on the commercials where it was the split right down the middle of, of two teal, colors? Teal and, and and pink or or yellow and blue. So there was right a big down the thing. middle. There was and a, that poor but that poor banana. That poor rabbit. I meant never got one. Poor banana. <laughs> poor banana. Oh banana. Whose banana was it? <laughs> Whose banana was it? So a lot of things came out about cancer and food dyes and stuff like that. So people were really really weirded out about that kind of uh, stuff. So that kind of did it. I guess, yeah. Um, okay. 
Still available at great. some places in smoothie form. However, the original Trix yogurt has been gone for very many years. It looked so good, though, man. Um, the original Pizzeria Chip by Keebler's, I remember that. That was gone in the early Pizzeria 90s. Pizzeria Chip? Waffle Crisp. Waffle Crisp. That was yeah. good cereal. Man, did that cut your mouth, but it was good. <laughs> It'll cut your mouth, it'll rip to shreds, it'll make you shit, you're all fucking bad. Waffle Chris. If I had too much cereal, I had, I had diarrhea. Um, <laughs> what is what you in, in this list and diarrhea today? I don't know. I, <clears throat> just diarrhea island. Diarrhea island. Uh, Waffle Crisp. Waffle um, Crisp was so good. I loved Waffle, Waffle Crisp. Just let, that was the kind of cereal where you had to let it sit in the milk a little bit. It gets a little bit softer or else you, you would be to. shredding your mouth. Yeah. Oh, dude, it, it just expired a couple years ago. Or that just stopped being made a couple years ago. Here's some uh, vintage Waffle Crisp cereal. Um, expires April 2023. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, but it was t- that was it had a two-year shelf life, so it's been gone for about 20 years. It expires April. It's, it's, it's almost dead. What do you mean? It's not April yet. How long does that thing have a shelf life of? You said two years, so they only stopped making it two years ago? I don't know. Here's Waffle Crisp 1998 with Hey Arnold on the back. That's cool. That is cool. That's neat. That's neat, I like yeah. that stuff. I like that. I've seen that before where people collect the old cereal boxes with the old promos for the old TV shows and stuff on it. That's yep. that's cool to have. That is that is pretty and cool. And I can see a couple bucks going towards that stuff. I believe that that's a, probably a thing. Yeah, I would see. Yeah, I, I would mean, say if you that. could buy old Altoids... <laughs> I mean, and Skittles gum. Yeah. The thing you had to watch, though, if you're going to Google this stuff or look it up on eBay, you have to make sure it says the boxes have stuff in it or if it's empty because some people will just sell an empty box for like a big amount of money and, and, and not say filled. specifically if it's empty or full. They'll yep. just say, here is Altoid's box. Um, Waffle Crisp is going to be back <clears throat> very soon. No, it's not. Is it really? Ooh, it's coming back. Nuh-uh. Wow, dude, no way. Is it? Yep. You know what needs to come back also is while we're on cereal, we're going to take a break right here. I'm going to tell you guys a little story. 1998, there was a little boy. It's kind of the wrong music. Um, oh, I didn't know where you were going. I thought you were doing a news story here. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. No rush, no rush. Find a good one. I just wanted the sound effect. When I was a little boy. <laughs> that. I wanted the heart strumming. <laughs> That's what I wanted. In 1998, in June, there was a little boy who was born. He would grow up to enjoy life, playing with his friends, learning how to play guitar, and eventually engulfing in a life of collecting vintage cast iron. Oh. However, in the back of this little boy's mind mm-hmm. was his favorite cereal. Oh, what was his favorite cereal? Rice Krispies Treats cereal. Oh, my God. Yeah. Remember that? I love that. It was in clumps. I remember the first time I ever had it. Uh Where was that? Our friends behind us, Katie and Danny. Oh, my God. Slept over. And they brought their own breakfast cereal. They brought cereal? Oh, I guess they must have got it at the store, and I want this in the morning. Yeah, we want to have this here with Kyle. Yeah. So I was like, oh, my God, that's so cool. As a cereal, don't tell mom. It's a clump of, yeah. of marshmallow and sit. Man, those were used good. To be, it used to be in this like super like aquamarine box, <laughs> aquamarine, and then it switched to a pink box. Yes, I remember the pink box. 
And dude, it was the one cereal I could eat and it didn't hurt my stomach. Like it made me feel like I was a kid. Every time I had it, I remembered going back to that I sleepover. Love, I just love white, white Quispies. I could, <laughs> I, I feel like I could eat like 12 of those things, man. They're so good. They're Rice just Krispies? the right amount of sweet and, and they got the crunch to them, but a little bit and they're kind of gummy. Like I just love plain old Rice Krispies, man. They're wonderful. I will give a little pull behind the curtain. I eat a little Rice Krispie every single day. Do you have it like a vending machine or something? No, I got it at Wawa. Two bucks for the big guy. Yeah. I just take a couple bites, yeah. Yeah, the real long one that's yeah. like the size, length of a brick. <laughs> yeah. I love I ha- that I shit, have a Rice man. Krispie patio paper. God, I love Rice Krispies. They are so good. There's something about it that is, it's actually not super high in calories. It's it's very satisfying. It's just it's sweet enough. It's very filling. It's not too sweet. It's sweet enough. There's Perfect. enough there. The chocolate, you're not in the mood for chocolate. You're not in the mood for any any gummy type of, of sweet or any kind of candy yep. or cake. This is just right in the middle. It's just here's some sweet and cr- – oh, so good, man. There's I sign, love If you leave a box of Rice, Rice Krispies, Krispies in your car in the wintertime, they get hard and solid, Like, and then you bite it, and it softens up, and it's, yeah. it's breakfast. Yeah. So anyway um, – you, so, you got into a, yeah, a I conversation. Got into, I got into a um, – pretty heated argument because there was a facebook page nobody's ever done that on facebook before you are the first (laughs) wow (laughs) that is that is what i should play that news man gets into a fight on facebook (laughs) first ever in history yeah we know go we now go to ron at the pentagon for more information we know go Um, we go to a washington correspondent so on brain nugget they posted a list of food that you um miss from your childhood and someone wrote i really miss rice krispies treat cereal so much and people freak the fuck out. Like, oh my god, I can't believe it. I miss that too. I miss that too. Oh my god. Yeah. Then somebody had to sneak in and say, you can get it from Walmart every day of the week. No, you can't. And I wrote, moron. I wrote, you absolutely cannot. It has been discontinued since 2018 on a national level. And the guy wrote, hey, Kyle, it's available to ship from their website. I said, bro, I'm so sorry to say this, but you are 100% wrong. It is not available from any website. If you believe I am wrong, please show us a screenshot. So he screenshots the the, the Walmart.com listing where it says it's not available anywhere. <laughs> Nuh-uh. Yeah. Nuh-uh. Let me see. It says check availability nearby, and when you click it, it says no stores available at all. 98 Dude, you're so – he's so – see, that's so stupid. You are so stupid. So he goes, <laughs> if you click on the link, it's not available at all. I said, hey, man, you forgot to scroll down where it says currently unavailable, and it's been that way since 2018. I'm telling you, you moron. I am telling you right now, on this podcast, if they bring that cereal back, yeah. I will buy a hundred boxes and put it in this house. Oh, I will be right there with you to help you move them. I am. I always, love that cereal. Always looking for it, man. That was good stuff. And no, it is not anywhere. I just saw it on eBay for one hundred fifty dollars. Yep, one hundred fifty dollars. If you and if something is on eBay for one hundred fifty dollars, either they're ill informed or yeah, it's not easy to uh, get your uh, mitts on there. Yeah, but what why else? wouldn't you try? I mean, Pepsi Blue. That's an that's Pepsi one I, Blue. I remember Blue Pepsi. Blue. Oh yeah, I remember that bottle. The whole thing was blue. These I remember I ate and I got a stomach ache and we were watching the Ten Commandments, which is weird because I have the Ten Commandments VHS. Isn't that, isn't Easter coming up too? Yeah, it was for Easter. Poppy was over. Huh. And 
we had Ritz Bits S'mores sandwiches. Oh my God, that commercial yeah. where you got the vanilla one and the chocolate and one dancing. and they run into each other yeah. and they get stuck. I remember that I remember commercial. It too. Oh my God, yeah, it's, it's Ritz crackers with legs. <laughs> and they run in, they're dancing and they smack into each other and they can't peel themselves apart. And that was the s'mores. I wanted those and we, ne I never got to have them. You can get one now. $48. Christ. Ritz Bits. Ritz Bits s'mores. And they run into each other. That's so funny. I forgot all about that commercial. Dude, unbelievably good. I remember yeah. them and I, got, I ate so many I got sick. Pop-Tarts to go. They were in little stick form. Remember them? What were the? Oh yeah, they, they were go tarts. Go tarts. That's <laughs> put it. Do it. Stopper on that one. They're called go tarts. You would take one pop tart, and they were in four little strips, and you would snap them apart. Right. That's what I remember. They were like cold mozzarella sticks. <laughs> Basically, wait. Let me see. No, Ritz Bits s'mores. I want. S'mores. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The I want to find. Yeah. I want to find this commercial. This is. Oh my God! There it is. New s'mores Ritz Bits sandwich. <laughs> Oh yeah, you got the marshmallow and the chocolate dancing. Oh yeah, it was Sumo Wrestler. Yes! It's crazy. I remember this so well. And then they run into each other. You never market this today. People would be so sensitive. Not only Asian people do sumo wrestling, you assholes. Morton in the middle was their slogan. I remember yep. that. God, uh, I, wow. So this product. Totally forgot. This product right here that we are eating yeah. is a result of me remembering a product called PB Crisps. We used to eat those in Chris's garage. They were wonderful. Peanut butter crisps from planters. They were like crispy, crackery, cookie-ish with peanut butter inside. Yeah, these are, these are peanut butter bites, and um, it says... Double peanut butter, peanut butter flavored center with peanut butter coating. Yep. So what's the center though? If it's peanut butter flavored, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I, I don't. I get that the outside's peanut butter, but what's the inside? It's peanut butter flavored. Peanut butter flavored what? That's it. Nothing. Peanut butter flavored asbestos. Peanut butter flavored flavor. Perfect. Nougat. <laughs> what's nougat? It's nougat. It's what, is, nougat. what is nougat? Is nougat? Yes. Yeah. Nesquik cereal. Nesquik cereal? Reese's peanut nope. butter bites. Dude, I remember these. Betty Crocker fruit string thing. Let me see. It was like a formed thing and the string would come out. It was like a fruit... It was like a fruit roll-up, but, but... stringy, too. But like, you would like pull Twizzlers the string peel. out yes. of the sheet. You would eat the sheet, too, that, it was, that you were pulling it out of, right? Yep. Pillsbury waffle sticks. Waffle sticks? Oh, yeah, they looked like little waffles in in, yeah. in French toast stick shape. Yep, kudos. Um, kudos bars? Yeah, Snickers, Dove, and M&M's. See, why these failed was because they marketed healthy granola bars with Snickers, oh. M&M's, and Dove. Oh, yeah. I was like, they're not healthy. They're just glorified it's a candle bar. bar. It's a granola bar. Did you say a candle bar? Candy bar? Did I say candle bar? I think you said candle bar. <laughs> it's a glorified candy bar. But it, it's a... It is a... <laughs> Uh, it's a granola bar covered in candy. Perfect. <laughs> like well, yeah, they were marketing candy under the guise of it being healthy. Yeah, they were trying to, oh, this is a healthy snack. All you got to do is pour 17 grams of sugar on it. <laughs> yeah. That's ridiculous, man. Dunkaroos! I love Dunkaroos! False. They're everywhere now. 
I know, but they're back. No, I know. They are. They are back. They are everywhere. You can buy them everywhere now. It's great. Here's one that took me right back to fucking high school. Oh, God. 7-Up. Yeah. Had a caffeinated version. 7-Up's not caffeinated. Right, right, right. They had a caffeinated one where the logo was upside down, and they called it DNL. What? I remember that. Big I time. do not remember that at all. I used to all. get DNL The 7-Up Pete's- is upside down. It looks like a lowercase d, lowercase n, and a big L. So yeah. it was like 7-Up upside down. Dude, I no, I do not remember that. Yep, it was seven up. That's, DNL. That's pretty cool marketing, though. I like that great. idea. I like that idea. Twizzler sour chews. Yeah, here's one I know you'll remember. Mm. Absolutely, ab, one million percent. Cheetos twisted puffs. Oh my god! Yeah, the curly ones. They were the size of an ear of corn, though. That's why they were discontinued because they were gigantic. Yeah, they were like this big. Yeah, you could take one out and just like put it on a plate with a fork and a fucking knife. Uh huh. Yeah, I remember that. 3D Doritos. I was gonna fun. say, are 3D Doritos on the list? I loved 3D Doritos, and they came in that cup. Finger finger, big bug, <laughs> Butterfinger BBs. Wow. Finger finger, finger finger BBs. Five finger bung punch. Bung um, bung car. Uh, Binger bu- 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 <laughs> Butterfinger BBs That's really hard to say Butterfinger BBs Butterfinger BBs Let me see what it looked like Butterfinger BBs Oh like as in Butterfinger the, the candy bar And these yeah. were little balls of it Yeah Yeah I never liked Butterfinger Dude It was this- like It was like It was like peanut shrapnel Yes and I and it like somehow also stuck yeah, to your like teeth. Yeah, it was like insulation. Yeah, yeah, it is also somehow stuck to your teeth. Yeah, fiberglass was disgusting. Yeah, yeah, it was peanut butter fiberglass. That's exactly what it was. That's exactly what it was. And and I do not like that. Remember it, flagpoles on bikes, and uh, they would say, "Don't touch the fiberglass. It'll give you a splinter if you like ran your hand oh, up and down." Oh yeah, that's yeah yeah. Oh God, I hate that. Yeah, God, I hate thinking about that because yep. yeah, that I could yeah, kind of like that. Remember lollipop paint shop. That sounds so familiar. Oh, yeah. It was baby bottle pops. Remember those? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But it was just a paintbrush. Baby bottle pop. Baby bottle pop. Baby Baby bottle bottle pop. pop. Where you you dip it. Flip it and munch. What? Like mint berry crunch. Mint berry crunch is from South Park. Sorry. Um, What the hell is... uh, It was, yeah, baby bottle pop. It's baby bottle pop. I remember that. Let's see. Uh, let's do this one. Here we go. Hey, yeah. Yeah, that's it, man. Yeah, you would dip it in just pure sugar, flip it, and then now your lollipop of sugar is coated. In sugar. All right, so that's the list of discontinued products. That's it? Yeah, it was all 40, yeah. Uh, that was all 40? Well, one I more. mean, we skipped a couple. One Did more? Did you have any more? I got one more. Mind? Did you have any in, on, in your mind oh, in particular? Yeah. yeah. How about a gum? Squeeze-its. Squeeze-its? Oh, not gum. It's not gum. No, that's not gum. Band-Aid gum. Yes. I loved Band-Aid gum. Yeah. In the tin can, there was like green, purple, and strawberry. That's not a color. Yes, it was not a color. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Did they, did they still make zebra fruit stripes gum? Yeah, I I think they do. It was the worst gum ever. It was. It, it was great for three seconds, and the the wrappers were tattoos, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, that's what I remember. But we're gonna take a quick break, and I have something to unbox to show oh. Tyler, and uh, then we're gonna get going. Yeah, sounds good, man. All right, dude. 
Hey, I'm Brad Leone, and you're listening to Podcast Iron. This episode of Podcast Iron is brought to you by the New York Times bestselling book, Field Notes for Food Adventure by Brad Leone. Recipes and stories from the woods to the ocean. Come along with Brad as he explores forests, fields, rivers, and the ocean in the hunt for great food and good times. These pages are Brad's field notes from a year of adventures in the Northeast. Grab it wherever you get your books. Oh, man. Oh, I needed that stretch. Thank you for letting me uh, take a minute to stretch here, gang. Um, So let's review. We did the favorite stove and range. We talked about Tyler's stove and range. Oh, my God, that's right. I'm so excited. And we went over some nostalgic candies and foods from the 90s and 2000s, which are our childhood. We're going to have to explore that topic further. Like like Maybe more like in the actual... You know what would be cool? What? Uh, the things that are discontinued that they don't have anymore at Wendy's, McDonald's, like those kinds of like fast food places from when we were little. Ooh, I remember one. What? The McRib. McRib, the they McDLT. brought back, it was gross. Mac Snack Wrap, I remember that. Remember BK Kids Meals, Big the, Kids Meals. The Steakhouse Burger from Burger King had crunchy onions and A1 steak sauce on it, I loved that. Double Down at KFC. Yes! <laughs> Where it was literally p- chicken as the bun. <laughs> it was a cheese sandwich with chicken for for For, <laughs> for bread. bread. <laughs> Talk about diarrhea. <laughs> I mean, Christ. <laughs> Jesus. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> send us your favorite. Uh, send us your favorite, um, you know, food from your childhood, even if you're older than us. Long gone. I yeah. mean, there's still some out there that we didn't discuss. Like, remember a long time ago on our Munchums. first podcast? You know, we've been doing podcasts now this summer. We've been doing podcasts seven years. for seven years. Yeah, we Isn't have. Isn't that something? Yeah, we and we've done other people's podcasts, too. Mm-hmm. A lot of different ones, too. Been, I just did Bob's uh, podcast, the Tabletop Trio. Those Tabletop guys, Trio, yeah. yes. They want to have yes. you come because you've done I so saw many posted, podcasts. Um, yeah, I saw, um, I've actually, yeah, I remember their their old podcast I went on there with them too. That was yeah. fun. Yeah. Yep. Um, the, the podcast that you're on there now though, I saw you talking about uh, some some businessy type stuff yeah, and you just, were talking yeah. on, you posted that clip on your reel on, on YouTube, didn't you? Yeah, I started to um, do some um, YouTube shorts, they call it. It's yeah. kind of like Instagram reels, but YouTube yeah, it's, shorts. It's basically TikTok on YouTube. So. And what I did was shorts. I made a couple shorts and then I promoted it on my Instagram page, brought over some people, got some subscribers. Because within one account, you can have these shorts or you can have full length videos. Right. And yes. And you can you actually, you can create shorts from a full length video. You just oh, choose nice. the spots and it chops it up for you. It's pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah. Um, but I figured what I would do, would I get, I would get some shorts put up there and see how the numbers go. And yeah. then promote it on Instagram and see how those numbers go. Okay. So people came over from Instagram, but that flood of people kind of put it into the algorithm on YouTube itself. So That's each nice. video was like 1.3 to 2,000 views. So I really appreciate so anybody that watched. Yeah, yeah got a lot. Yeah, but nice. it, it was a really nice, you know, thing. I don't idea. know. I don't know if I'm going to get into doing TikTok because I don't want to jump too far into being, you know, every single thing. But if it's that easy, where there's got to be some kind of content. platform somewhere or some kind of app somewhere that just ties them all together, and you post the video in one place and it gets posted everywhere. There is, but the problem you have is the audio. If it's not original audio of you talking, you have to find a song that all three platforms. Um, oh. Plays yeah, along I got with. you. Because there are the some part. artists that's like that's cool. Part. YouTube, yeah. Instagram, yes, but TikTok, no. Some are like yeah. TikTok, Instagram, yeah, but fuck YouTube. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you have to. Um, I did a, car, a song, or I did a, a real or a Instagram or a YouTube short with a Cardi B song, and I think there was an issue with it going on Instagram or TikTok or one of the two, and it, it like it got like three views in in a week and a half. 
That's oh. like unlike any video I've posted yeah. in the last two years. It yeah. was like something was off about it. Even so. me, and I don't even have anything to my name. You've my gotten videos. some pretty good YouTube views. You could make some stuff out of your YouTube channel with Dude, your music my and YouTube stuff. channel is 14 years old. Yeah, but you've got some nuts? crazy views. Can you imagine even just hearing those words is nuts. This is a 14-year-old YouTube channel. There is a couple videos of me doing like guitar uh, tutorials or whatever that got yeah. like 30,000 views or something like yeah, that. Yeah, dude, that's what I'm saying. But that's old. Man. I still get comments like once a day on, on, on one of my videos. You <laughs> have a, 13 years later. You have a, a really good opportunity to monetize your account because you need 4,000 viewing hours, but not shorts. You got 800 hours. something subscribers. No. And I don't I haven't posted a video you in need like to hit 10 a years. Dude, we need to look at your analytics because if you hit 1,000 subscribers and you have 40 or 4,000 watch hours or something like that, your account can be monetized. We'll just make that the one for our podcast. Yeah, that would be, yeah. We, we are in, in the middle of, we. of course, we, we're going to have this one dedicated to Cast Iron, but we are working on another more free-formed type yeah. conversation Open podcast. Open platform. Uh, a la Full Slice from back in the day, our first podcast. Yeah. Welcoming but, some friends. And, yeah, exactly. So but uh, that so that might be where that one ends up. Maybe that, we'll do that. Dude, that's even better. Maybe wow. we'll do something like that one day. But anyway, um, you, um, you have this box here, I'm curious. And I, I was just thinking, I was like, we want to... Have an unboxing. It's an ASMR box. No, it's not. I'm, I'm muting your mic right now. Nope, none of that. Not allowed. What is that shit? I hate that. It tickles my spine and a my butthole. ASMR is good, but I like it when somebody's like telling a story soft and like kind of relaxing yeah. you. Not the, not, not the, hey, God. like a teenager, everyone, they're like, hey, this is my iced tea. Yeah, I got some ready whip. Shut up. Yeah. But you got an unboxing video here, and I was thinking, uh, unboxing item here, and I was thinking we need music to stage and it's this. food related. So for music for staging this theme, I thought. <laughs> <laughs> this is food related. And okay. it's us related. This. Food and us related. I want you to do something really fun. So it's something from our childhood? Mm-hmm. It is? Well. Ish? I mean, around our childhood? Kinda. Okay. But it's, it's really cool to look at this. Well. <laughs> Here are as our most cool thing. Brand new, unused versions of our childhood silverware. Oh no way! I love this. I want this. <laughs> I almost want this. I found a oh. full set. It took me years to find a full set because that there's so, so many. I mean, the cutlery that you learned to eat with for the first time, that, that every good memory you have as a kid, every good cereal you've ever had as a kid. Imagine finding those dishes, those spoons, those knives. I mean, dude. Never used. Like, like you could... I have fully used versions wow. inside. Wow. 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 Supreme Cutlery by Tally? Yeah, Tally by Gorham, yeah. Very hard to find that. Wow, dude, I love that. It just gets you right in the feels. Is the you skinny just one in there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The skinny. There's a one That's long it. skinny stir spoon. They're called. Uh, they're called iced tea spoons. They were the best for that. They were the best for cereal for mixing chocolate milk. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. That kind of thing. Oh yeah. Keep on. Oh my god. I All love the knives. This. The knives are in there. Um, why? Was, oh my god. I don't know why. I just. Mom got a new set of cutlery, I think, in, like, the 2000s, mid-2000s. She got a new set from QVC. And these just kind of went in the attic until one of us got our new house. I have it. I and have uh, it Kyle has it all now. Yeah, that's right. Because there was gaps in my collection, and I was like, oh, I need to get some pieces here. The serving the serving And you know what it's worth? Here? Absolutely nothing. But <laughs> that's to, the uh, thing. But to us? That's the thing. It's worth nothing. I don't want to mix the not mom and dad stuff with the 
Yeah, because now we won't know if it was mom and dad's or not. So now I am going to like scribe, like just put a little mark on the back of them if they were out, if they were the new ones or old ones. But if I were to show you the ones we have versus this, you'd know. You'd know because they were used so much. Hundred percent, and they're yeah. just fucking spoons. Why are we so nostalgic? Uh, we had a good childhood, I guess. Yeah, and we want to just stay attached to those wonderful memories. So I just wanted to. Yeah. I initially was going to tell you to close your eyes and feel it and like see if you could. <laughs> That's great. Now these knives, I have them in my kitchen. You could not cut a fart in half with one of them. <laughs> no, they were so dull. Feel that and remember being young. I, you know what? I look at this and see what I see: a locked door opener, a screwdriver, a flathead screwdriver. A get my batteries the fuck out of here. Yeah, a battery wedger. Whoa, wait a minute. This is not the that's stainless. Not the, these the are silver set. plated. Huh. He just yep. licked one. That's silver. That's how That's how you tell if silver's silver, you lick it. You learn something new every day, folks. If you're not sure something's silver, lick it. If it tastes like silver, it's silver. All right, so that's been uh, episode 10. Thank Podcast you very Iron. much. Right? Yes. I think so. Very much so. Okay. Thank you. I hope everybody has a good time. Go check out my new YouTube channel at castiron underscore Kyle on YouTube. On Instagram at castiron underscore Kyle, and keep a lookout for the ever-evolving YouTube channel we're going to be listing later. Yeah. Oh, there's there's a lot of new stuff coming down the pipeline we're excited to uh, to mention. So, uh, But that's all coming down. Of course, there is still a podcast. Iron is still going to be a thing. Don't worry. It's not going anywhere. We're just ex- we're just doing more, man. There's going to be more. If and- you want to talk about other stuff other than cast iron, that's going to be the place we're doing it. If there's a food or a snack or something that you really enjoy... And you think it might be discontinued one day? Just go out and get some. Enjoy the finer things in life. The little snacks, the little things that you one day are going to wish you still had. What's one on your list like that? Rice Krispie Treat cereal. Rice Krispie Treat cereal. No, I mean the one that you could buy right now that might, if it was gone, you'd miss it if you didn't get it again. Well, actual Rice Krispie Treats, for one. Um, Also, I actually really, really like... Uh, red Doritos. I don't know. Uh, Dorito, regular nacho cheese yeah. Doritos. Yes. Uh, S'mores Pop Tarts is mine. If I if that if that went away, I would be devastated. S'mores Pop Tarts are a good one. Yeah. That's but anyway, a great that's a good way to end the show. S'mores Pop Tarts, everybody. Bye bye. Very good, guys. <laughs> Have a good day, and I hope you enjoy podcast iron. Thanks for listening to Podcast Iron. To find out what Kyle has in his kitchen, visit castironkyle.com for his latest list of recommended products. And be sure to follow him on Instagram at castiron underscore Kyle.